morning, friend. And uh, good to talk to you today and a happy new year to you as well. Um, it's very, very cold out there and it looks like we're going to have a cold snap for a while. Uh, what should we take account where the garden is concerned uh, around yeah, yeah. Uh, the frost? Yeah, really at this time of the year, uh, because it gets so cold and, and because it has been so mild pre- prior yeah. to this, is that there has been an awful of soft growth like an awful lot of um, herbaceous perennials and, and even even uh, rhubarb and, and um, even some some of the, the say asparagus or, or artichokes things are starting to sprout a little yeah. bit early. So really, you have to kind of protect those plants from any any um, hard frost or, or frost damage. So re- what I tend to do at this time of year is a great thing to do actually is just to mulch around um, the borders. Now, what I mean by that is using either bark mulch or farm manure even even cocoa shells, something like that, just to, to mulch around the bed so that it protects the, the, the roots of the plant from any frost damage and even even the crowns of any of your herbaceous perennials from any, any um, severe frost damage. So things like a couple of years ago, we had nearly went to minus 10 um, and a lot mm-hmm. of things were killed in the frost. Um, so really to, to protect your plant from any, any, any damage. But a lot of plants that are coming into flower now, uh, things like the lovely camellias, and the camellias are, have these lovely large big flower buds on them and they give a great display at this time of the year. And a lot of them are coming into flower quite early now because it has been so mild. But with this kind of late uh, frost, uh, you will have to protect them. So put a kind of a, a frost fleece over this. This is almost like a sheet that you put drape over over your camellia plants. And that will protect the buds from any, any um, uh, hard frost. Because really when the, when the, the buds are, are so big on it, that when, when the frost comes on it, it tends to knock off the flower buds off the, the camellias. So if you put a, a frost piece over that, that protects them from any, any frost damage. And things like um, uh, what's lovely as well are the Pierce forest flames. These are the ones that have the lovely, the new growth in it turns lovely bright red foliage on it. They're fantastic plants at this time of the year. And really, and you want to have that new growth protected by putting the frost trees over it. Remember, we have, um, don't you, the Escalonia hedging mm. or even the, the Hebes or the Grisolinia. Now, if you have um, Escalonia or, or Grisolinia hedging as well, it's a good idea is try and mulch as much as possible down to the base of the, the hedge and that will protect it from, from any severe frost getting down to the root system of it. Sometimes a lot of the top growth will get burnt on the hedge, but if you protect it at the, at the roots of it, it's, they will re-sprout again and, and mm. come back down. That, just that as good as well. hard frost you're referring to there some years ago, our grisolinia, like really badly damaged, really ba- badly burnt with it. Yeah, and yeah. Even, thing, even things like um, uh, what's it, the formiums, mm. uh, and, and the formiums in New Zealand flax, they, they, and I, I would find them quite hardy, you know, really. Mm. Uh, but mm. even those got, 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 got uh, severely damaged. Uh, on it. Now they're starting to re-sprout again from the very, very base of it, but really they did get, get on quite quick the view weather on it. So anything that you have that's, that's mm. a little bit more exotic, I suppose, in, in your garden, is just to put, put a, um, a, the frosties over them um, uh, uh, just the month of uh, uh, January, February, March is the time to cover them uh, just to protect them. A lot of the spring bulbs are starting to re-sprout now as well. Mm. Mm. Like we have snowdrops or even the daffodils, like even daffodils in flower at the moment, which is, is quite that's, early. That's unbelievable, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it yeah. is. So, so really, um, anything like that, um, what's a good thing with spring bulbs is you can see them um, now. Mm. And it's a good idea is to lift and divide them as much as possible. Like I love snowdrops and I love snowdrops mm. kind of drift. So this is a good time of year to, to, to find out where they are by you see them sprouting up. And then it's lift and divide them. And always put kind of five bulbs together 
um, um, so that it gives it great display. And ours about nearly about uh, two and a half foot apart or something like that in clumps of five. Um, and do a drift of them under under either woodland or even uh, uh, along the edge of the lawn or something like that. It makes a lovely uh, display in the springtime. Other things that are, are quite good as well are the so I'm sure the, the Mount Brescia, you often find that around the, the coast of Ireland. Uh, it's um, a, a crocosnia. Uh, you can also get the crocosnia lucifer, which is a lovely deep red flower, or then just the ordinary Mount Brescia, which is a lovely orange or yellow that you'd have, have around the coast. And they're kind of a, a bulbous-type plant, um, and they're quite a hardy thing, really. But, I mean, it, this is the time of year is to lift and divide those as well. Things like asters and phlox, even the chrysanthemums, are very good to lift and divide. So you continue the, the, the colour throughout your garden. Instead of having one clump of it in one part of the garden, lift and divide it and, and have several of them um, in, in amongst your borders so that you'd have the lovely, like the flocks are quite good, lovely daisy-type flowers growing yes. darkness, and you have them in lovely pink or white or, or, or even the kind of a cream colour as well. Or even the chrysanthemums, which are the lovely um, uh, mixed daisies, the, the real big daisy-type uh, flowers, and they're lovely right through the summer as well. Again, you can get very tall ones of those as well. But again, lift and divide them uh, throughout your borders. A lovely late summer flowering plants, which is quite nice and to, to do now to lift and divide, would be the Rebecca's. And I love the Rebecca's, are lovely, the black-eyed Susie's. These lovely um, uh, black eye with a lovely golden uh, petal on it. And they're a lovely daisy-type uh, herbaceous perennial. And again, you can lift and divide those so that you'll have several of them um, in your garden. Um, and again, and this doesn't cost anything at all. It's just a matter of lifting, dividing what you have um, and uh, spreading the flowers and the colour throughout your garden. Very good indeed. Uh, some uh, some uh, questions in for you as well, Alton. Somebody wondering about pruning back shrubs and roses with this kind of frosty weather and stuff. Is that advisable? With, um, well, this is a good time to prune back any of your, your listen, more vigorous roses. Things like um, the Rugosa roses, or even even if you have a lot of the climbing roses, they tend to get very straggly and, and very untidy looking um, at this time of year. And it's a good time to do that now. It's to prune back hard, uh, back to the main wall, about back to four buds from the main stem, so that you'll have a, a good display of flowers um, based on the wall. Instead of having them uh, open the gods, um, flowering yeah. or, or it's, it's important to do prune them back. Now, with a lot of the floribunda roses, I would cut them back to about four buds, um, to the main stem. Again, um, cut, cut back halfway now, um, and then in the middle of May, you can do a harder pruning on it. Because you, what you're trying to do is encourage as much growth from the base of the roses as possible so that you have good um, uh, flowers and a good shaped um, mm. uh, rose shrub. Uh, so that you have round round shape on it. And as well as that, um, you could take cuttings for, from a lot of those uh, rambling roses or scrambling roses now even as well. So anything that you cut back, mm. you can take cuttings from but, as well. But the pruning won't make the, 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 the plant vulnerable in any way in the frosty weather, will it? Uh, no, uh, no, roses are quite hardy. The only thing with roses, because it has, has been so mild uh, previous to this, is that there has been a lot of soft growth. And that soft growth tends to get burnt off in the frost. But really, by pruning, pruning back, you're encouraging more growth from the base of, of the roses. A lot of the roses tend to get very top-heavy. Um, we often have um, the, like, almost like the lollipop sticks uh, mm. uh, roses, the, the, the um, standard roses. Um, and they're, they're quite um, good to prune back fairly hard, uh, back, back to four buds from the main stem, so that you have a lovely round shape to it. If you don't do that, 
it tends to get too straggly looking and very untidy. Or same with the um, ground, ground cover roses, the lovely carpet roses. Now, with the carpet roses, you can be quite severe with those because they're quite vigorous and they really are fantastic right through the whole summer. Um, or even the, the floribunda roses, like the, the red trumpeter roses, are quite nice as well. But do prune them back um, hard now just to encourage more growth from the base of it. If you don't do that, they tend to get very leggy and straggly. So it's very important to do that now. Quite a few uh, questions in, and we spoke about it, I know, before Christmas, about um, moss. And there seems to be an abundance of it on, on the tarmac and on uh, the footpaths. And again, people looking for that uh, solution that you spoke of uh, for yeah. to get rid of it, Dalton. Yeah, we have, we have a, there's a few, few different products um, on the market and we have a thing called Tip Top Drive Tear, which is very good um, for tarmac atom or, or concrete. And, and, and that's very good for your yard and paths or even, even gravel, gravel yard as well. And, and even if you have tiles uh, on the roof as well, that, that's a, so it won't try and bleach it. So you use one litre to five litres of water, the mixing rate for that. Um, another thing then, if you have just, if, if it's concrete and it has black mottling on it, or, or that uh, chlorus is quite good for that as well, just for concrete. And even for tarmacadam, you use four-in-one moss cluster. Um, again, that's quite good for it. If it's new tarmacadam, is, is so that it doesn't bleach the tarmacadam. And that's, you normally do that now in, in where more shady areas where the tarmacadam is, um, so that the sunlight doesn't get at it, as you tend to get an awful lot of moss growing on it. Um, now, you, you can also make up your own mix as well. It's vinegar. Uh, five litres of vinegar, uh, two cups of Epsom salts and a quarter cup of washing up liquid. Uh, um, and that, that will, will do a good job on, on your, your yards and paths as well. Mm. Listen, there's an issue with uh, foxes. And uh, I'm seeing that myself, in fact, uh, an awful lot of foxes around at the moment. But seemingly these foxes, they're eating cables out in the, the lawn and one thing and another. And they're wondering, does Alton have any solution for, for, for that? Yeah, what we have is uh, these, these crystals, it's get-off crystals. Um, and you, you put these on, on, on it's almost like a crystallized gel that you put onto blobs uh, on, on pieces of cloth um, around where they where either foxes are fouling or, or if they're, if they're um, at, at some caves or anything like that, is to put a, a get-off crystal. They don't like the smell of it. And that tends to keep them away from that area from doing any damage. Um, so uh, you can get that in, 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 in our garden centres. So it's a thing called get-off crystals and you push a bit of that onto a piece of um, cloth and, and pin that down um, into, into the lawn area and so that they, they don't foul or do any damage. Wow, and, and uh, that's effective with, with other creatures as well as foxes? It is, um, yeah. foxes, foxes and rabbits and, and um, uh, dogs as well, and right. cats. Oh, yeah. very interesting indeed. Um, somebody wondering, you spoke about roses earlier on, but a suitable time to prune climbing roses. I, I presume the same the same. Story, it, it, right? it is really that, that now now is the time to do that because a lot of the climbing roses would pretend to be very vigorous and um, especially the rambling, scrambling roses that tend to take over uh, quite rampantly. And it's, it's, especially if you have them on a, a gazebo or, or pergola, it's good to wind them around that so that you have a good frame uh, uh, covered uh, with the roses, so any of the long shoots you can you can train back I, I, in, into the frame. But really, anything that's the spacing you're coming out, uh, prune them back to four buds, and that makes the forces us produce side shoots, which makes it much fuller looking, and and uh, you, therefore you get much more better flowers and and color color as well. It's a good idea is to, is to feed the the roses either with either bulge manure or even the the, the sulphate of potash, and just as the basin, just to encourage. Uh, growth then in the springtime. 
Yeah, unless they're wondering, gardening ornaments or statues or whatever, are they at risk in the frost from cracking? Or Yeah, uh, yeah. any of the gardening, especially uh, the, the, the kind of fountains and things like that, um, you really should remove the um, the, pump, the, the pond pumps that's in, in the fountain um, or in the ornament so that it doesn't get any frost damage on it. Um, so generally, generally just take, take the, the, the pond pump out or the, the fountain uh, pump out uh, and store that in your garage. And then once the risk of frost is gone, you can, can re- replace it again. But any, any anything that has, um, especially with your large terracotta pots or mm. uh, ornaments, is don't have any water lodging in it. So always have it free draining as much as possible because, I mean, frost will crack, um, even though they say they're frost-proof or... or frost resistant um, if the water expands at all when it freezes it will crack um, terracotta or, or glazed terracotta uh, pots even concrete as well as that so it's really just the, the whole thing is having uh, free draining as much as possible Alright so always great to talk to you Alton and thanks very much indeed thank you good morning to you and that's Alton Nesbeth there of Arabon. he is our horticulturalist and that's about it from me uh, Emma produced Ali looks after our content Stephen is on the way with the time tunnel and I'll talk to you tomorrow look after yourselves won't you bye bye Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.